Scotty Cotter is one of the busiest theatre directors in the country at the moment, with two premieres opening in the next month. Nikkei is being performed on stage, while Morito is going to be an immersive and streamed sound event, backed by Auckland Silo Theatre and created for Matariki. Scotty is also a theatre, film and television actor and a serial collaborator. The audioscape is for people to listen to while out walking and looking up at the night sky. He's created it with his actor friends, including Rachel House and Tania Hecke, and sound designers Fran Cora and Matt Eller. I am the star connected to fresh water and all the creatures that live in the awa, puna, and roto. I bring you tuna, watercress, puha, inanga. I bring you waterfalls, rock pools, currents. I bring you the refreshing quince of ice-cold water and warm greenstone punna to bathe in. I gave you access ways and allowed waka to travel upon me. I washed your dead, blessed your children. I was a representation of Modi. I bring you lineage to your whakapapa. I brought karakia to your maunga and your ill. You bring me sickness. My once vibrant creeks and streams and rivers were full of life. Not only holding your kaitiaki and mana, but your once prautanifa. My rivers are sick. The blood and veins of my once clean waters have been tarnished by livestock, dirt, pollution, poison, filth. This is a very personal work for Scotty Cotter. He describes it as a love letter to his friend and mentor, the late actor and director Nancy Brunning. He's also about to unveil Neke, a devised physical theatre work that explores the pillars of Māoridom. But we started with the origins of Māori In my head... I tried to make a walking, self-guided meditation. So in that, um, the first draft of this was something really quite Deepak Chopra, Oprah sounding. That was the complete first draft. And then um, we went into lockdown up in Auckland and I reread it. And I was just like, this is, I don't want to make this one. (laughs) So um, I did the next draft of it in that week lockdown up in Auckland. And this is where the stars of Matariki started showing themselves to me and just started writing from there and hopefully made a piece where you can walk and listen and use your imagination to hopefully connect you with the clusters, Te Kahui o Matariki and the different qualities and what they stand for and heal. I hope you get a little bit of healing through this. I've got the word play in my head as well. Is there a narrative? There's obviously information and words used in this. Mm-hmm. It's a guided play. So the main person who leads you through the journey is Matariki. She is played by Tanya Heke and she takes you for a ride and she introduces you to the children, the different stars, which is a star-studded cast. (laughs) (laughs) You've been dying to say that one. Oh man, I was so happy because I just asked, I literally just asked all my friends and was just like, can you please be in this? And they went, yes of course. I was like, okay cool. Well, and great friends. You can name drop. Who's in it? Lana Garland, Matariki Whatarau, uh, Te Kohe Tuhaka, 
Fran Corder, who's also doing the music with my Ella. One of my new favourites, Akinehi Monroe. She's an up-and-coming actress who is just my new favourite person at the moment. My good friend, Rachel House, and myself. And Tanya Hike, of course. Lucky to get Rachel, I have to say, because she's awfully busy. <laughs> oh, she is busy, yes. But that was just another text my mate. She like, hey, I've got this project. And, you know, the beauty of having great friends in the arts is that they just go, oh, of course. So how did you match them? Because they've all got very different voices too. Mm. You were trying to find the voice for the stars or the star clusters. How does this work? I think I wrote specifically for them. I think in my head I was just like, I know who this person is and wrote it that way. You know, they've all got different sounding qualities in their voice, so I'm just like, it's great for me. And as um, pretending to be the listener of trying to get the audience to imagine the star around their voice and qualities. It's a trippy thing when you have to use your ears that way instead of working in a visual realm, you know, coming from the world of uh, theatre where it's visual. This was tricky of trying to go, how do we use our imaginations now? I mean, it's radio drama, Scotty, but it's, I mean, you're taking it in a way to a different realm too because the soundscape, I know the soundscape is, it feels like it's just as important. Mm -hmm. got just an important role in this as the voices, yeah? Yeah. Well, um, Fran and Matt have discovered the frequencies and learning about that too, how each frequency has a healing property, which we, you know, I never knew about. It takes a musician and someone who dives into the world of music to find that. So they've found different um, frequencies that they've layered and hidden through the play so that when each star talks to you, you're also getting a frequency hit of a healing property. I know, right? That's, that's amazing. <laughs> that is like I was saying before, it's like when you when your friends show their creative side and their talent, it surprises you as a creative where you just go, look how amazing our friends are and our, our creative peeps are. So you're really wanting people to kind of escape into this world. I mean, I have this beautiful vision of them, Scotty, with their headphones on, listening to this, looking up in the skies, hopefully not walking, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> into lampposts as they yep. do it. But is that is that part of it? It's movement too? Yeah, so you get a checklist in my head. You get a checklist, and that checklist tells you to do certain things like pack warm, have some water with you, and you just have to find your own route. So it's a walking route where at the end of it you can either see the stars or the sunrise and two different times of it so you get that and it's trying to get people in the outdoors that's what I want and reminiscent of lockdown last year of just when everyone was in their own little bubbles and what I loved was walking with my dog Guppy my stepdad's dog my little Guppy he's got a separation anxiety but he's beautiful but we would just walk by ourselves Round, figure out, go up the little mongers that was around us and just have time to, I guess, talk to ourselves and be with ourselves. And that's what I think I've created with Modi Toe as a, as a walking experience where you get to just sit with yourself and your heart. And this can be done anywhere in Aotearoa? Yeah. I thought it was only going to be in Auckland, but then uh, we figured out that it was, you know, you don't have to have a set venue. It can be anywhere. So it's going to go throughout for everyone to enjoy. Do you think you'll do some more experimentation in this audio realm, Scotty? I think so. This was a really healing thing for me. Writing this um, this one, I'm really emotional at the moment, sorry. 
it's just because the first star that came to me was Pahutakawa, and that's the star that takes our uh, people who have passed back up to the stars. And that was the first star that showed me it, and that's how I found Maritō. But the, I think the person who was directly talking to me was one of my friends and mentors and family, um, Miss Nancy Bunny. Oh, Which is amazing. why I think this this one specifically for me is healing my mamai. Yeah, we still feel her loss, huh? Mm. Yeah. But it's weird because I always feel her guiding me now. Like when I need to, it's just like, ah, oh, yeah, that's right. I really feel her around me, pushing me. And sometimes challenging me, which is crack up, because she was like that in real life too. But yeah, she was. (laughs) (laughs) I still feel it, and I think with this one, it's my little love letter to her. At the same time, you're working on Neke here in Wellington, and this feels very different. Again, more more, Mm -hmm. I wouldn't say conventional theatre, but only because it's on a stage. Mm -hmm. So, what's the ideas you're exploring here? We developed this last year, straight after lockdown. I was like, I want to come to Wellington and work with my mates and make a show. But um, this one explores the pillars. So Neke are the, the pillars and wood that was used under waka to be pulled on land. So I took that in a poetic sense and thought, what are the pillars left behind for us to navigate ourselves? And it's a device show with some amazing people in the cast where we just unpacked everything of what it feels like to be Māori and live in this world and what do we hold precious to ourselves and how do we physicalize that? Because this is, I come from a place of devising theatre from a physical sense. And that's one of my, I think that's my first love. That's why I love being in theatre and arts is the finding and the making and the showing. So we've just been in a little lab for about eight weeks, making and rediscovering and finding out this show. It's one of those ones we have to get through the when you dig, like when you dig, is <laughs> getting through that hard clay before you find the good, rich soil. That's what we're doing. And you need that generosity of spirit, don't you, also of your actors? Because it's true collaboration, isn't it? Mm-hmm. That you come with your ideas, but these kinds of devised work will only, will only happen to their full potential if everybody is giving and gifting yeah. and sharing. Yeah? Yeah. And that's... That's the beauty, again, of watching your mates shine. I'm just going, ah, because if it resonates for them and for me as the director, I'm just like, imagine what the audience is going to get from this. You can only give as much as you can, and it's that's the beauty of theatre, where you can sit in a theatre and feel any way you want and dream any way you want. Has anything surprising come to you, Scotty, as you've worked with your actors on, on this? Any, any surprise ideas or or feelings, or concepts, you know, when you're looking at those pillars of Māoridom, you know, any mm. pillars that you hadn't imagined? Yeah, we didn't see the um, evolution of Manamotu Hake. So we all had our own interpretation, and we did a big brainstorm of what it meant, and then it took us about putting that on rest for about two weeks, and then we went back to that conversation and had fresh ears and different people in the room. Now we're just like, that's what, you know, it's always meant to be. It's meant to be something that evolves and shifts and changes for everyone to be involved. It's not one thing. That was a big revelation to me where I've always thought it was just that, where it can be anything. It's your interpretation, which is a great thing for me to learn and live. So with the actors, again, there's movement and there's voice and there's characterisation. So... 
are your cast themselves speaking or are they creating characters through which the words will come? There are people talking through characters. There is some people directly, directly talking to the audience. Um, in Neke, we've found a deaf tanifa who only signs to the um, audience, and that's a big nod to my nana who was deaf. And that wasn't um, found until I was like, what if we make them deaf? And then the tanifa became deaf and was saying stuff and made my heart happy to see me subconsciously giving a nod to my nana. Right. You've had a busy few years. I mean, you're creating your own work now, but you've also been involved in film and television, Scotty. I mean, how are you, as a, also a working actor, mm-hmm. how are you finding things? I love it. I'm really proud of myself. I'm making a lot of mahi that I stand by, and I'm also enjoying creating. That's the greatest thing for me right now is I'm creating everything I want to do. So having spent years reading the words of others, good words, you Mm -hmm. know, and fulfilling the visions of others, you've made that big step now into wanting to be the the generator, the the starting point, yeah? Yeah, and I think that's a big push from Nan too. I miss Nan Bunning going, come on, your turn now, which is big shoes to fill, but I feel like the community that I've got around me and the whanau I've got around me in the community, we, I feel backed. And it's beautiful. Scotty Cotter, Māori Tau, will be streamed from the 2nd of July at dawn and dusk. You can find out more at silotheatre.co.nz. Before then, Neke premieres on Wednesday at the Oaha in Wellington as part of the Kia Mau Festival.